0: Listen up. For such a time as this, we must grow our faith and business muscles. The self-help industry is trying to own spirituality and well-being. The entrepreneurial space is becoming flooded with business pursuits focused on success instead of sustenance. But the only one who can make us fully whole, fully free, and fully alive is Jesus. So I'm ecstatic you walked into this hypothetical gym today. I'm your trainer, Tamara Andress, also coined an entrepreneurial rabbi. Teaching the pursuits of God, which unveil our purpose and ultimately unleash our desired provision. This FIT acronym is for founders, innovators, and trailblazers. Here, marketplace ministers conversate and educate to build others from the inside out while also sharing their testimonies of endurance. So, while it's not a fitness podcast, I do surely care about your mental, physical, emotional, relational, financial, and spiritual health. You're gonna hear all about it. If you're passionate about your becoming journey, leading others to greatness, and living a life of abundance and joy, then you're well on your way to being fit in faith. Let's hydrate. All right. I'm so excited to talk to you about this idea of the rhythms of grace as an entrepreneur and understanding that when I was first introduced to even the Matthew verse of rhythms of grace, I'm like... Oh, that sounds so lovely. That's so peace-giving. Yeah, I totally live in rhythm. I'm totally in alignment. My life is like the waves. It's like the in and the out, and there's like spirit connected to it. And it was actually gifted by a leadership mentor for men, uh, Angus Nelson, who's with Evolve Men. You've got to check him out. He's he's a wise, wise sage, but not that old. So <laughs> I say that not in like the Gandalf But in the just beauty of of his essence, he actually moved his entire family to another country. And he's telling me that I need to establish Rhythms of Grace at the same time. And I'm like, okay, that sounds great. Let's do it. But here I am talking to you about Rhythms of Grace. And it's been nearly a year and a half since he gave me that work from the Lord, and I didn't take it for what it needed to be at that time, and it's been a process. How many of you guys go through a process when someone gives you a word, or even the Lord speaks directly to you, and you're like, have to have your hands untied, the the hands that you likely tied up yourself before you could actually hold and cherish and see with your eyes what it is that has been given to you? Okay, well, maybe it's not you. Maybe I'm the only one who's guilty of that. But this conversation connected to Rhythms of Grace was a revelatory download yesterday morning. And so I'm coming at as hot off the off the press as I can to share this with you because I know it just wasn't for me. And I had this aha moment connected to this model. And it all starts with R's. I love alliteration. Let's go with it. It'll help you do it. But I encourage you to write this down. I encourage you to put it in your Bible. I encourage you to put it on your whiteboard in your office I encourage you to look at it through the lens of leadership. I encourage it from a ministry lens, from a growth perspective, from a financial perspective, any time or anything that you can connect to, especially associated to relationship, not religion. I'm giving out a bunch of R's right now, associated to relationship with God. This is not a a specific denominational idea. This is not... um, Uh, exclusive to a, a marketplace minister. This is not, there's no exclusivity to this idea because it is a literal derivative from the word. Are you ready for it? All right, my pastor at church at Bridge, Pastor Archie, he's incredible, Archie Callahan, I'll tag him below, he was on fire on Sunday. And he had no idea that the deposits he was giving me in that moment were going to actually be seen, witnessed, heard. And I was shaking my head to the entire time because of his spiciness in a multitude of other rooms with faith-based founders and the Founder Collective and the podcast and the Fit and Faith podcast and the guests from that podcast and the roundtable discussions that I was having, even intimate team discussions around the awe of God. All of God, it means the fear of God, which is where people get confused. They think fear of God is like, I'm afraid, let me run away because of his judgment. But it's actually all struck wonder. It's the reverence of God. This is your first R. The reverence of God. Reverence is being in awe of him. I'm so in awe of him that I want to remain in him. I want to do the right thing. I want to stand in alignment. I want to have a rhythm connected to him. I want my day to reflect him. And he's so big. He's so much bigger than me. Even on the times that I don't get it right. Even when I am imperfect. And even when I still have broken pieces that I'm trying or I'm not trying. And when I do try, I get it wrong. When God in his perfect timing and will brings it back together. It can only happen when I'm in that state of all and in reverence and then reflection so when you look at anything and you're like wow that's beautiful right i was just in costa rica on one of our women's retreats we do women's retreats we do couples retreats we do missions retreats we do business retreats as a company and an individual and it's been so rich it's one of my favorite things that we do as a company because there's nothing like it the sweetness the tenderness the unexpected all of what happens on those trips. I, I cannot raise my own hand to it's all glory of God. But I think about being in these places such as Costa Rica or Tulum or Punta de Mica, Mexico, all these different places, even when we were here locally in Virginia Beach in Sandbridge, all was connected to reflection there. You can't not reflect when you're in awe of something. So you're reflecting on what it means to you. You're reflecting on what it's speaking to your current life. You're reflecting on how you feel. One of the reflection points that I think is often just misguided or forgotten is our five senses. Are you reflecting on how it makes you, um, what scent it carries? What do you hear? What do you see? What do you taste? How can you touch? What does it feel like? And so we did this on the retreat all week. I'm like, take it in, be in awe and wonder of what the Lord is doing. Right now, around you, even the things that are hard in your life, especially within your business. This is for the market minister, right? I, I want you guys to recognize that there is awe and wonder connected to the business development side of what you're doing, too. The team that's up around you, maybe it's the scalability and what's happening, maybe it's your traction on social media. Maybe it's your realm of influence and the stages in which you've been gifted. Or maybe it's the best-selling book that just skyrocketed. Or maybe it's your podcast and the growth that it's having. These are places of awe and wonder that I've let God move in and through my business. And through reflection, the simmering with, I've I've got to see his character manifest. I got to actually stand in that reflection in a place of, you know what, God? I didn't do that well enough. I could have done that better. I I I want more from myself, not because I'm trying to people please, not because I'm trying to strive to earn your love, because we know his love is sufficient for us and that he already did the hard work, the sacrifice on his behalf. But because I'm not sacrificing, I'm trying to mold and make and do. And, and I didn't spend enough time in reflection in awe and wonder. And so now I'm in this place of repentance. So first was the reverence, the awe of God, the wonder of God, the magnificence of God that puts us into a pathway of rhythm, a rhythm of grace that's going to be connected to an incredible outcome, just wait. So after reverence, you reflect. Reflect on him, reflect on his goodness, on his mercy, but also reflect on yourself. What led you here? What triggered you into faith to be here? or What triggered you into fear that now you kind of skirt-tailed yourself to be here? Reflect on the other parts in the rhythms of your life. Because you might be thriving in your business, but your home front is broken. You might be thriving in your health, but your business is broken. You have to have this full circle understanding. So the very next thing is repentance. Repentance. Repentance is just a changing of your mind. It's become so over popularized as a religious way to point your fingers. You must repent. I think of like the evangelist on the side of the corner. And that's just not my gifting. But I believe in evangelism. Just It doesn't have to be out of a place of uh, hatred or judgment. Repentance is out of a place of love. You never saw Jesus doing that. Jesus sat with the people who were sinners. They sat with the outcasts. He sat with the least of these and he he just broke bread with them. He literally communed with them. And the repentance that occurred, not only on their behalf, but on the religious people who saw and witnessed what was transpiring, sometimes they casted shade, right? Sometimes they were angry. Sometimes they they were just so questioning of Jesus himself. But ultimately it was those who repented that came back into his favor, that came back into his love because they changed their mind. All right, God, I see you, I repent because that did not work out. I changed my mind and I put you, I put your rhythms of grace at the forefront of my life because I'm exhausted. I'm overwhelmed. I cannot do this alone. My strength has failed me. My words have failed me. My knowledge failed me. I need your wisdom. I need your strength. I need your spirit to guide me. So after that happens, reverence, reflection, repentance, revival. This is the hot topic right now. Revival, what happened in Asbury? What happened on the streets of Azusa back in the day? What happens at your Sunday service? Hopefully you guys have revival break out on a Sunday morning. What happened in Costa Rica when those eight women were gathered together and there was personal revival taking place? An overwhelming sense because of repentance of God's spirit, of his glory, of his love, just breathing life. Yahweh. He breathes life. That's what God's name is. It's his name. God is Yahweh. It's not just like a fictitious like tattoo that people get. If you read the Bible, Yahweh is what he called himself. I am. The great I am. Yahweh means breath. If you say it in the way that you say it, it's an inhale and an exhale simultaneously. And so Revival is connected to fresh wind, fresh breath. And then lastly, once you have that space of revival, you have a whole new revelation. A whole new revelation on life. Maybe revelation should be the next one because revival breeds revelation. I'm adding that right now because why not? It's another R. Revelation allows you to walk in righteousness because righteousness was the next one. Revival brings righteousness because you have a revelation. And righteousness is, again, not being a goody two-shoes, not being a Pharisee and Sadducee, not being more religious. To become righteous does not mean you're becoming more religious. You're actually becoming more spirit-led. And righteousness is his character. Righteousness is letting go of your old self. Righteousness is not going back to the other things that you just repented for. Righteousness is that personal conviction that takes place because the Holy Spirit's speaking to you because you're tuned to him and you're now listening. Sometimes we get into this fear of God, this reverence of God. It's a fear based place and we're looking at it as friction oriented, but friction is actually a place of growth. Friction will actually bring you to life if you face it as a solution and an opportunity rather than a heartache, a heartbreak, and you run the other way. This is the difference between triggered into faith and triggered into fear, which I love to speak on stages about because I have a really fun activity that goes with it. Maybe you've seen it. Anyway, righteousness. Are you, is your family, is your mission associated to your business Is it standing in righteousness? Is this a place of reflection, a place of opportunity for you? Can you sit with the Lord right now? Can you establish a new rhythm of grace? That's reverence, reflection, repentance, revival, revelation, and righteousness. All of these things equal rhythm. And what's so beautiful about them is when you come into that righteousness space and you realize, oh my, I don't need to have a drink anymore because I was actually drinking out of a place of suppressing and I don't need to suppress anymore because I've repented and I'm not doing that action anymore. And therefore, my whole cycle of life, my whole household, my whole marriage, my whole way that I look at myself in the mirror, all these things start to emerge because righteousness is an element of God. The rhythm circles back to, I am in awe of you. So this is a cycle. A rhythm of grace is a cycle. God works in cycles. If you read anything about cycles in the Bible, oh my goodness, cycle of the day, cycle of the year, cycle of the seasons. There are cycles everywhere. And so I'm wondering, what's your current cycle say about your rhythm? What is your current rhythm? say about your relationship with god what is your current rhythm experiencing when it comes to your business your finances your marriage your relationship with your children your own personal identity your self-worth your value because i think rhythms of grace are massively different than rhythms of grind And you've probably heard of the Grace Over Grind, Shea Bynes book. If you haven't, get it. Another one that I really love that's connected to that is Present Over Perfect, both of which are going to be on my podcast coming up here soon, the authors. This is critical information. And this personal revelation was something I could not hold on to because I want all of us to be back in that state of awe and reverence. And I was right when this happened, right when this download happened. And I'm like, wow, I need to establish this rhythm in every part of my life. So it was also a moment of correction. I am so anticipating that this blesses you. I actually am sure that it will. I've prayed over it. I simmered with it. I wrote notes on it. I've referenced the Bible in many places with it. And this this is the richness, another R, the richness of heaven when you are tuned in. So I, again, pray over your blessings. I would really love if you would comment below and tell me what your favorite R was or the thing that you're not quite doing so well. Maybe the correction point, maybe the calling you higher. I'm just calling you up. I'm not calling you out because I'm raising my hand to all of these things. Either getting it wrong, and now I can say getting it right, chiz, in the best way, not in a pride sense, but because he is good and he is glory and he is righteousness. All right. I love you guys so much. Thanks for tuning into the show. And, uh, I say this show, it's just a YouTube channel, but it's also a podcast if you want to hang out there. It's all the things, hashtag all the things, but in his rhythm. Bye. Hey y'all, it's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community. Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts, and you can tag me and the guests, and we will surely feature you on our Instas. Hey, you might even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together, and we appreciate the extra step taken. I would be so grateful if you even took the extra step. Come on, give me that extra sauce and leave a review on iTunes for the podcast listening app that is of your choice. I'm going to be featuring your thoughts in fact, and this will be so fun in upcoming episodes. So you'll not only hear your name on the show, but maybe even your passion project or whatever big shout out you want me to make. So please, as a fellow writer, some words that I can attest to, and I can't wait to read what you have to say. Thanks again for being a loyal listener, and I hope to meet you in person soon at one of the events that we are speaking at or hosting, and I say we because the Fit and Faith team could not do this without you. Until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. This is the Fit and Faith way. Hi, friend. Are you stressed?